Greetings, friends. I am Hazel Archer Ginsburg, and this is Tune In Tuesday on the I Think Speech podcast in our 6B practice group. I always give this little tune in, and we have just begun working with harmony, the sixth and last of the basic protective exercises. So when when I think of harmony, I imagine the harmony of the spheres, how the spiritual beings of the fixed and wandering stars revolving in a sacred geometry maintain the balance, the harmony of life in the universe. How the choirs of angels creating the perfect harmony to sing us into existence. And how by thoroughly working with the six essential exercises given to us through spiritual science, we can begin to become human creators of harmony, following the example of the cherubim, right? The spirits of harmony from the very first and highest hierarchy. But of course, to get there, we, we must first cultivate the capacity for concentration and the focusing of our thinking. The second exercise is about disciplining the will so that it becomes an expression of our highest intention. The third is about equanimity or the capacity to remain balanced, right? And calm rather than reactive when we meet with the unfamiliar. The fourth is the exercise of positivity which is the foundation of trust for the future. The fifth, open mind and open heart is a preparation for overcoming the natural tendency to judge everything from the framework of sympathies and antipathies. And the sixth and final exercise is the integration of all the previous five which leads, hopefully, to a quality of inner harmony. So according to philosopher Rudolf Steiner, the highest aspect of the human eye, our highest self, our big S self, originates beyond the zodiac in the first hierarchy where the seraphim and the cherubim the spirits of love and the spirits of harmony remain in the the unveiled presence of the most holy trinity. That's a a beautiful picture, kind of remote from us. but, But here in this liminal space beyond time and place is the archetype of love and harmony, a role model for us here on earth. And what's interesting to me 
And the connector here is that comets, whose job it is to shake up the harmony with a little dissonance, uh, a, a much needed sharp or flat, right? Introducing a health-giving X factor into the mix are also governed by the cherubim and seraphim. That comets are actually sent by them into our solar system on a, quote, God-willed mission. The task of the harmony-challenging comet is to purify the astral realm, to bring a special conscious impulse into human evolution. So, if comets are on a God-willed mission sent by the cherubim and, and seraphim, what is this mission? And why is it that a mission sent by the spirits of love, the spirits of harmony, why is it often regarded, you know, comets are often regarded as something to be feared, right? It, 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 it seems a paradox that love and harmony can send apocalyptic fear and world disruption into humanity. But to give a perspective to this enigma, we, we have to remember that the word apocalypse actually means revelation. And so it is that comets bring revelation, a new impulse of change, a sea change or I guess we could call it a key change, right? Uh -huh. In the harmony of the spheres of which we are a part. And yes, often impulses for spiritual progress and evolution incite fear and foreboding and, and often fiercely opposed, right? They're often fiercely opposed, stirring up you know, a, a discomfort, right? It, it stirs up the adversarial beings within us who want us to stay stuck. Astrosopher Elizabeth Verde tells us that comets encounter the earth at just the right times to open great possibilities in the spiritual life of humanity. Quote, they are dispatched directly by the seraphim and cherubim into the physical world of existence in order to affect quite definite impulses, something of an elemental nature that stirs up what is necessary in order to rightly maintain the progress of evolution in the cosmos. That is the nature of the comet. Rudolf Steiner even says that the appearance of a comet enables spiritual organs, new spiritual organs to be developed in our physical and etheric bodies to assist us in the development of new faculties for the progressing ego. New physical and etheric organs, right? which is what the 6B is, is all about. So looking back, 
we see that for Halley's Comet, these were organs to facilitate the development of the consciousness soul. Now, maybe you remember the Swan Comet and the Atlas Comet. Well, they came in right at the time of the coronavirus. Hmm. Dear friends, I believe the spirits of love and harmony sent them to us so we could develop towards a new heart-thinking clairvoyance as a progression from the age of the consciousness soul towards the unveiling of the spirit self, a purification of our astral body, right? That place where we hold our fears and desires to help us move forward in our evolution out of the materialistic age. And remember, these, these com cosmic events included the meeting of Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto, remember? At the winter solstice. And that cosmic alignment carries for us the theme of a new annunciation. Wow. Yeah, we have to remember these things are, we're still vibrating in this. And, and of course, we, 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 we must also be aware that a powerful cosmic deed such as this, a great light, creates a great shadow, giving rise to great opposition and a strong desire to preserve the past, to hold back evolution towards its true goals. In this case, the coronavirus. Every key change, every transition is accompanied by struggle, tribulation, catharsis, even death in some form. For what is catharsis but the painful death of the old in us and in the world in order to, to, to make way for a new harmony to be born? Catharsis is as old as initiation, and it's a necessary part of it. The old self must die in order for the new, higher self to be born. This is the path of, of spiritual development, the, the transformation of the lower astral nature into the pure vessel for the birth of the Holy Spirit in us. It is the path of not I, but Christ in me. It is the initiation into the new mysteries. So looking at the question of the purpose of the corona, we can see it as an earthly shadow or a counterforce to the blazing light of the powerful cosmic configurations and the comets sent by the gods to bring us a new level of consciousness, helping to create spiritual organs that are suited to the progressive evolution of the ego. Friends, we, we, we must remember 
that a movement forward into a new evolutionary step is not predetermined nothing is guaranteed. It's up to us. It's all in how we as human beings meet these events, right? These, these cosmic configurations, these comets, maybe they would have just went past us without our knowing it, it, it unless this corona crisis happened. Can we see that that's why this is happening, to wake us up to this opportunity that, that we need to step into? And yeah, will the opposing forces of the past, of the old power structures, old ways of thinking, old social forms resist what needs to come? Hell yes. <laughs> There's no question of resistance. Look around. We are at the beginning of a long, pronounced battle, a, a global catharsis, as well as a coronation initiation opportunity for humanity. My thinking is that the planetary events during this time, the, the current comets and the pandemic are all first stages in a great transition, which spiritual science describes as a necessary condition in order to maintain love and harmony in the process of evolution for the cosmos and the, the, the leading of humanity into the sixth cultural age, where through the purified astral, we achieve what anthroposophy calls the spirit self, where we will directly experience the joys and sorrows of every other human being so that we as individuals cannot be content even if one person in the entire world is suffering. Right, another prefiguring pre lesson from the corona. And why am I talking about this now? Well, I'm bringing it up because we're getting another visit. Co Comet Ponswaniki has recently entered the scene. Well, actually, it was first detected, no surprise, in, in early January 2020. But it will reach perihelion, the point in its orbit when it's closest to the sun, on May 27th. 2021. So friends, this is just after Pentecost and it's the day after the total lunar eclipse on the full moon of May, which commemorates the birth, enlightenment, and death of Gautama Buddha, known as the Wiesek Festival, considered to be the greatest moment of spiritual contact for the entire year. Just a heads up, folks. Because again, the spiritual world is putting out flares. They're doing their part. It's up to us to take up the powerful impulses that they are providing. I'll, I'll share more about the, the implications of this on, on another Tune In Tuesday. But I hope that you will 
we'll take these, these thoughts and let them bring harmony to you so that we can bring harmony to the world. Until soon, peace.